Welcome to the Driveway Beers Podcast with Mike and Alex. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the show. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share on any platform that you're listening on. All right, welcome back to another show. Please like, subscribe, comment, share. The handshake agreement is you get to consume all of our content that you want, but you click that subscribe button, that follow button, give us a thumbs up, and that is our handshake agreement with you. We appreciate you doing that for us. If I was listening to your channel, I'd do it for you. want to thank Cheers and Spirits uh, in the Arnold Station Plaza for uh, sponsoring this sh- this show. And Well, I shouldn't say this show. They've been, they're sponsoring the show for six months. Yeah. Like, I guess the show in general. This show yeah, in the, general, as okay. opposed to like another different show. Yeah, or this episode, yeah. right? They're not, the whole show. Yeah. Um, we want to thank them for their support. Um, head on over there. Grab well. I was gonna say grab some Miller Lite, but you can't do that anymore. Apparently, what's wrong with Miller Lite? So they just put out an ad. Oh Jesus! Yeah the the ad is. Uh, I didn't think it was horrible. It was just like uh, the He Man Woman Hater, or the I'm sorry, what in reverse? Shira. It, it was like it was this comedian lady or the, this lady from one of the shows where she is a, she's constantly objectifying herself and then she comes on this cart on this uh commercial basically saying how uh women are women cr- uh, created beer and brewed beer and how we wouldn't have beer if it wasn't for women uh women 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 and then she was talking about how um miller, miller is going to buy back all of the sexually uh charged advertisements for beer whether they're theirs or not so she basically was like women did all this for beer and what do we do we put them in bikinis okay and so i'm just i'm so i'm so tired i can't keep up with it yeah why are they ruining all my stuff right no grant no first of all bud light is is ass (laughs) i hated bud light I stopped drinking Bud Light because they had Dylan Mulvaney. I stopped drinking Bud Light because it sucks. Because you never drank it. Right. <laughs> I'd rather not drink. It was the easiest boycott you could join. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy, like, ass beer wants to sponsor Dylan Mul- or what whatever. I don't care. Right. Miller Light. I mean, that's, that's, I know quite a few women. That's what I, many of them, Most of them, at least in, like, our social circle, aren't pounding... Miller Lights with me. No. Like, they're drinking Trulies or white wine or, you know. Hoop tea. Hoop tea. Yeah. Like, they're not, you know, maybe high noons. Like, most of the women I know aren't sitting back there like, hey, Mike, you got a 16-ounce aluminum screw top? Sure thing. Here you go. But right. they did. They didn't have one. Right. But most of them aren't. Well, and I don't understand this thing with these these companies that feel this need to alienate their customer base. Now, look, I'm gonna still buy a Miller Lite because I like it, you know. And I really don't, I don't I don't watch regular TV that often, so I'm not seeing their dumb commercials or ad campaigns. It also it also wasn't as bad as the Dylan Mulvaney yeah. one, in my opinion. This was uh, they they were they were trying to like they were trying to be pro woman, like they weren't they weren't celebrating by women. They weren't celebrating women. By putting a man on a can, like they weren't trying to denigrate women. Yeah, like they were they were overly pushing for yeah women in beer. What they've done, but then they just went, eh, we're going to take away all the we're going to try and buy up all the bikini ads that we did." So you it was buy them up. We paid for them. Well, so the funny part was, 
Well, no, no. So they were going to buy like pe- people that were like had collectibles that were selling on eBay and stuff like that. That's what that it was. It, it was a complete virtue signal. Yeah, straight up, it was. Because um, I can't think of the last Miller Lite commercial that I saw. No, like what was their most recent? Maybe Bud- Budweiser always had the better ad campaigns. Or, or I mean, I I know like are they, what are they going to have the the distributors that they sell beer through can't have the girls with the low with the low cut shirts in bars anymore to promote their beer. They still do that, by the way. Yeah, they they go and they promote the beer and they have the, the shark beer girl needs a job. Apparently, Miller doesn't isn't down with that. So anymore. now they're gonna get now they're gonna fire the shot girl. Probably. So someone lost their job, right? A woman. A woman lost their job because I'm not a shot girl, and probably two because they usually have more than one. Yeah. that go to these events. And like a super Sometimes player. it's three. Yeah. Um. Now, the funny part was, so. On Twitter, which is, of course, is the center of the universe, they women didn't take too kindly to this. So there's this one, this is one lady on there, and she said she had a Corona in her hand, which I think is an ABM bed product. But yeah. she, she, her po- also ass. But, but she, she was on a boat in a bikini, and she says, "Am I doing this right?" <laughs> she was poking fun at Miller, Miller saying, yeah, women didn't care that women were in bikinis selling beer. No. And you want to know, so the reason why they had women in bikinis to sell alcohol was because studies showed that men and women like to see women in less clothing. They That was the sales pitch. Look, I've said it. Everybody likes boobs. Everyone. And... To even drive home the point a little bit further, um, so think of a think of a car, right? Cars have boobs. No, they don't have boobs. Better if they did. <laughs> <laughs> but think of a sports car. Does a sport is a sports car described using masculine adjectives or feminine ones? Generally, sexy, and when you look at the lines, they're curvy. They're cur- they're not blocky. Now, a pickup truck or an, a big SUV has more masculine lines, but it's not a sexy sports car. No one would say, "Ooh, that SUV is sexy looking." But the Ferrari or or a Corvette that has swooping curves and you know that is considered a sexy car, and it has feminine lines to it. So, everyone... Lo- and then, point number two, there's a show called Euphoria. And there's an actress in Euphoria. I can't think of her name. I want. To, I think it's this girl that was in the ad. Okay. I think it's her. So, what is... I can't remember her name. So, my, my wife was watching it, and I was. I was reading a book or something, and she's like, Mike, you have to check out her... You have to check out her breasts. I was like... <laughs> Okay. If you say so. Are you sure? Yeah. You sure? Is this a trap? No? Okay, I'm in. So she's like, she has the most amazing tits I've ever seen. And I looked at him and I was like, yeah, I those are that's a nice set. <laughs> Genetics did her well. Yeah. So even women like looking at boobs. Yep. So. Uh, I, don't know know. What, I don't know what Miller Lay was trying to do, though. I don't get like. It's like, okay, Bud Light already had the mantle. 
for pissing people off. Right. You didn't want to. You didn't want to wait a month to put this Why out. Why would you be like, hmm? Hey, <laughs> hey, Betty, shove that ad that we did. Just bury that thing. Right. That doesn't see the light of day. Well, the funny thing is, like, I don't even think. So with Bud Light, if I asked you, who do they piss off more, men or women? I would say Bud Light probably pissed off men more, just because I knew. Women. Really? Think about it. You want to celebrate women, and you put a, a man on the on the can. The caricature of a woman. Yes. I'm, yes. That's, yeah. like, because they're celebrating 365 days of womanhood. Yeah. Every woman is, like, bullshit. Yeah. And they and, and they played along until it was recognized as this is what 365 days of womanhood is when it's a caricature of what a woman is. Yeah. When we're like, oh hell no, yeah, we're not doing this. Yeah, I was just I was just saying men because they're the ones that are primarily Bud Light drinkers and we're like boycotting it. I don't think men give a shit enough. Yeah, like I think it got enough attention. But I think even with this Miller Lite thing, or the Miller thing, whatever, I forget, I forget if it's Miller, Miller Lite, it's all the same company. There's like two yeah. big companies that make beer here anymore. Sure. It's all AB and Bev and yeah. Miller, Miller Coors. Coors. Yeah. Um, Which just like everything else, like it's just our corporate overlords. So. Yeah. But I mean, I think... Other than Gen Z, which is completely stupid... <laughs> By the way, that's the 26 and unders. Yeah. Outside of that, women, they don't, they don't buy into this shit. Like, they're not, and maybe I could be wrong. I mean, I'm sure there's some, the I'm sure there's other white suburban women out there who just get all on their feels. But none that I know of. Everyone I, the people I know. I'll have like real world issues to deal with. Correct. And really don't care about stuff like this. No. And we're just kind of talking about it because it's something to talk about, but well, plus, I don't care either. Well, plus it's like, if you asked, if you asked a woman, Hey, do you care that women in bikinis are selling beer? No, I get it. Yeah, guys, sells? guys like girls in bikinis. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's kind of like when you go to the auto show, it's not dudes and speedos on the platform. It's women in tight skirts and high heels. Yeah. Because it's mostly dudes there. Yeah. And you want to get eyeballs on the car. So they look at the, they, they're looking at the tall chick and, oh, by the way, let me look at this car next to her. Right, or even, <clears throat> even the vehicles. So in most, the most vehicle purchase decisions are in a family, the wife or female of head of household is kind of like the final purchase decision. Like if I came out and said, Hey, the, we're getting rid of the Sienna and I'm replacing it with a GMC Sierra 3,500. My wife would say the hell you are. And if I wanted to like still live, continue to be alive, I wouldn't buy that truck as a primary, as our, family's primary vehicle so women are are driving these are approving these decisions but you go to the auto show even vehicles where it's 
I'm not talking like sports cars and stuff like that. Minivans, whatever. Minivans, crossover SUVs, which are just minivans that don't have sliders, so they're like less convenient. But it's not a minivan. It's a, it's a truck. It's not a truck. It's a it's a bad car and a bad truck. Congrats. <laughs> You've effed up two vehicles in one. So, but even vehicles like that, like say a Toyota Highlander. Most dudes are thinking, man, I can't wait to get, get that Highlander. It's it's a minivan, right? The Honda Pilot is a minivan, um, especially the front-wheel drive version. It's a minivan for people that don't want to buy minivans. Mm-hmm. So, but women are driving these decisions. But even in those situations, the people that are demonstrating and talking about and displaying those vehicles at auto shows are women. Now, but, you know, I've been to some... They're getting away from, like, the bikini models sure, and yeah. stuff. Unless they look to- like professionals. Unless you're... Unless you go to SEMA. Yeah. Then it's like a porn show just broke out. Right. You know. <laughs> you ever but, seen those pictures? Yeah. But like normal people aren't buying cars at SEMA. True. Yeah. <laughs> it's very true. Like, oh, I can't wait to get that tricked out WRX STI. Right, right. <laughs> and I almost bought it, except they had a lady in a bikini on it. Right. So I said no. <laughs> yeah. I had to pass on that. The, fun, and the funny thing is like, there's a lot of women in that underground car scene too. Yes. In fact, it's weird because I... On, on my Instagram and Facebook Reels feed, I guess I started watching them. There's a lot of young girls, and they're young women, but I'm going to say girls because, like, I could be their dad. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, early 20s, uh, young girl, they're putting out videos. Like, I mean, these girls are doing, like, engine swaps and timing chains. And I'm like, this is cool. Like, I like, like I'm learning about the car. I mean, and the girl that's doing it, I mean, they're... Uh, they're attractive, Russell. When that Easy on the following. eyes, sure. But the the videos are not focusing on. It's not like they're changing the oil of the truck in a bikini, right? Like they're wearing like clothes the mechanic would wear. Well, you know, um, that they wear what Scotty Kimmel wears. Yeah, I mean, the shirt's a little bit tighter. Yeah, the 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 boobs are accentuated, but the focus isn't on them. No, well, you're seeing their hands, but you're seeing the engine. You're seeing what they're doing. Some of them, you so see, some of them, you're seeing the wide shot. Though, yeah, you know. <laughs> um, Come on, but again, I mean, I I really now these just started popping up, so I haven't really seen the wide shot too much. So I'm just going based on my limited experience with it. But the thing yeah. is, there's more of them coming out. Well, Discovery used to have the what Girls Garage or something like that. Yeah, where it was like three girls that would they would basically fix up cars and mm-hmm. I mean, look, they they were dressed like attractive women. They were not dressed like. The diesel mechanic down the street. Right. They're not like, ew, I spilled oil on my boobs. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. they, like, they knew what they were doing. Yeah. But they also dressed feminine. Yeah. They, like I said, they weren't dressed like buck down the road. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. There's no plumber's crack. No. You know, no. when they're doing breaks. Which, by the way, for, for anyone who's pissed off about, like, women being objectified, all right, I want you to go and, and, and on... It, I don't have TikTok, but he puts this stuff on YouTube. Just Google, uh, search for a comedian named Matt Rife, M M A T T R I F E, and tell me women don't objectify men. He's a good looking dude. Is he that young dude? Yes. That, he, yeah. He's really pretty. A in lot. The face. Of, he look. Yeah. He looks like a frat boy or a bro. Yes. And but a he's lot of his, super funny though. Oh, and then he the, his audience interactions. Yeah. Oh. That's mostly what I see. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I've seen his stuff, and he's funny. He's hilarious. Um, but, oh, yeah, they're, I mean, these are, like, women that could be his mom. Well, so, I guess one, at one of his shows, he basically said he likes the older women. Mm-hmm. And 
let me the cougars like they go to his show and they shoot their shot <laughs> like like he, he posts videos of it like i saw one this one lady baked him cookies and basically said she was gonna go blow him after the show <laughs> i was like yo that's forward to sell like if a dude said that to a woman oh, yeah. oh hell no yeah like uh taylor tomlinson yeah who's a, uh, she's she's really funny too and if some dude was like, oh, hey, here's a bottle of wine, and I'm going to freaking go down on you after this show. Be like, oh, my God, that's awful. Right. <laughs> I mean, he takes it in stride because he he, he, he... he turns it, he flips, he turns he turns it into a joke. Yeah, yeah. He turns it into a joke. But, I mean, I would say almost every show, he's got a woman, like, coming at him hard. Yeah. And, like, not hard in a funny way. Like, she's about to go on the stage and just start doing it. It's about to be a porn show. Yeah. Like, there are some thirsty women out there. Yeah. Um, So, I don't want to hear about, like, oh, it's objectifying women. You know, all right. Well, then if you also, like, using, like, Instagram, for example. Yeah. They're doing a pretty good job at objectifying themselves. Sure. Yeah. Like, a lot of these workout videos and stuff. They even call, they have a uh, style of leggings called the TikTok leggings. <laughs> they look like honeycombs and like it goes into their butt. Yeah. Like and then you see the girls going to the gym like doing squats in that. Like oh I'm just you know I want to f- watch her to perfect my form. Like no you don't. <laughs> you but perfect. but they but they do it. They wear that stuff to go in the gym to catch dudes hitting on them. Yeah. So they can post it on TikTok. Right. Like oh well it's to me. And then you Joey did, you did it on, on purpose. Yeah. Like, you literally went in front of a dude, took his machine. He's trying to work out. And like, guys, in the, like, now guys know about this, and they won't go anywhere near him. And, like, it was funny. Like, they were showing a video of a girl who, uh, she got caught in doing a squat, and she couldn't get back up. And she was videoing it. Mm-hmm. Like, she was just videoing her workout. Yeah. But she videoed the fact that she basically had to almost sit down so it would catch on the safety. Yeah. Because no one would come and spot her. Yeah. Because no one wanted to be the guy in the video. Yeah. And jo- uh, when we were talking about Joey Swole, he was talking about that. You know, he, he, he's trying to like get rid of this gotcha mm-hmm. videoing in gyms. Yeah. Um, But like you said, it's not the guys that did this. It was the women who were videotaping it trying to get guys on camera doing it so they could call them out and get views yeah, and get all of the female justice, I guess female justice warriors or whatever it is from Gen Z. All fired, fired up. Get them fired up. Get them views. Cause every view that these girls get is money to them. Yes. They don't give a shit about the dude. No. Screw him. Yep. I don't care if he loses his job. I don't care if he loses his wife. I don't care about any of this. I'm going to get my and money. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how losing your job became part of this whole equation like there was a guy and some of these people were being they're being dickheads but then they're like oh and i found out he worked out he works at mercedes-benz of buffalo and i told them and they fired him what how did that become it it, he it was not not involving work he wasn't representing mercedes-benz nor was he representing mercedes-benz of buffalo um nothing to do with it but then you're gonna go and get this dude how many other people does that affect to right. make you feel good about yourself. I've seen... But now, I can appreciate... Because when I used to work out in gyms, I was there. I was going there for business. 
I was getting my workout in, I was getting my lift in, and I was rolling out. Now, I am an adult human male, so I would see attractive women, and but it's not like, I'd say, oh, yeah, she's cute. and then But I wouldn't like reposition myself so I could stare at her in the mirror or go and like, oh, wait, I was doing arms, but she's doing legs. I'm dumb. I'm doing legs now. Right. Like, it wasn't anything like that. Um, but it's not like there's women in the gym on the treadmill. Yeah. And they're looking at the dude with that has like the 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 tank top that's barely there mm-hmm. with just muscles and abs for days sticking out. Right. You don't it's think like, they're looking at him? Well, I, and it, when they are looking at me like that, you know, I do feel like a like I'm objectified. You know, but right <laughs> <laughs> makes you feel a little good about yourself. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, it keeps me going. Yeah. So uh, you know, hey, I'll be here all week. Try the veal, but um. <laughs> You know, it's it's so, and I and I have seen the creepers at the gym, and I feel bad for some of these girls that are just there for business to get their workout in. But again, these aren't, and I'm not. They're going to say like, "Oh well, you know, look at what she was wearing. She was asking for it." But no, when no, someone no. Well, comes in wearing essentially underwear, right. they're looking for a certain. Yeah, you can't tell me they're not, um, because when I go in to work, I'm wearing like like sweatpants and a sweatshirt. You know, uh, only in my own gym do I wear. In my basement, do I wear shorts and a t-shirt? There's nobody around. But if I was at a public gym, like say I was at the Y, oh, sweatshirt, sweatpants, like, you know, I don't want anyone to see me. I don't feel confident in what I look like. So, and I know a lot of those, you know, the girls are doing the same thing. Um, and I do feel bad for them. They have some some creeper that's just, like, hounded them. Um, but also, like, if you how, see someone. How often is that, though? But it, I'm I mean, sure someone's like, it was more than you think. Well, I mean, it's probably less than I think. You see, like I, I used to see these guys, like, you know, the bros would be, but then also they're young dudes. They're trying to pick up girls. That's the reason everyone's in there, right? They're trying. Um, they're trying to make the eye contact. It's like they walk by. Yeah. They, they try to make the eye contact. See, she. If they here's the thing though, if they don't get the eye contact, they get the hint and they move on. They keep moving. Yeah, it's not like, you know, they're sitting there like, oh, I'm gonna try again. Yeah. Like I'm a shocker. Good looking young people are trying to hook up. Yeah. Not, he's not coming over and grabbing your ass. Right. He might walk by you once or twice and give you a look to see if you look at him. If not, he moves on. Yeah. Now, what what I think is a shame is that, like, if you do see someone struggling with, you know, trying to put up some weight, like, go grab a, you know, help them out. Can't do it, though. Um, you can't do it. Yeah. Because you don't want to be. Like, think about it. If you were at a gym and you were that guy that did it. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you're on TikTok. Oh, yeah. What? Did, and she's like, oh, he was trying to hit on me. And the way he grabbed the bar. Oh, and, yeah. And, and what happens, like, like you said, you don't know who that affects. What if What if somehow your wife sees it? She's yeah. like, Mike, what were you doing? Yeah. Oh, you were out there. You're trying to you're trying to bang these gym girls? Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, I'm just trying to make it so she doesn't die. Right. Yeah, you, yeah. no, you weren't. Yeah. But I'll let her die next time. Right, right. <laughs> but, here's, but here's the thing. That's where we're at right yeah. now. Sorry, you're not getting my help. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm in the gym, but in, even in general. Not that I'm, I wasn't raised that way. Yeah. But I'm not willing to have my life ruined. Turned upside down. Over, over someone trying to be offended. Yeah. And then what I never understood, but there's also a thing like, if I was working out in gyms and there was that person set up the tripod to record themselves, I'm staying away from that area anyway. Yeah, I don't want to be on someone's video. Um, 
I don't want to be on because there was another one that Joey Swole put up. There was this chick. She was showing guys. It was like, oh, when he puts up less than me, keep it moving or something like that. And I was like, wait, wait, you have no idea what that guy's doing. Like, yeah, maybe he was only only repping out one thirty five because he just had shoulder surgery and he's just getting back into it. Right. Or you know, you have no idea what that guy's going through. Um, but then to put stupid videos like that up. And people that are seriously into lifting, like, they're not, they don't, someone who knows what they're doing doesn't say, hey, bro, what do you bench? Like, okay. nobody cares. Nobody cares. You know? And this, my only answer. in high school. Yeah. My answer is not enough. Right. It doesn't matter what's on, not enough. So, um, hey, how much, how much weight do you lift? All of it. Like, that's another <laughs> answer. Um, so, those are the two, like, hey, get, get away from, I'm not having this conversation with you. Right. Um, so, it's just amateur hour type stuff that. It makes me even like so glad I have my own stuff. I don't have to deal with it anymore. You yeah, know? Um, I can listen. I can put on my death metal and blast it, and nobody's like, oh, "Can you?" You know, because you go to a commercial gym and it's like Justin Timberlake. You know, K-pop. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to to crush weight. Listen to K-pop. I mean, certain situations, like <laughs> maybe a brisk cardio session. The K-pop stuff always kind of like K-pop creeps me out. Like, you ever see the the guys that are in the K-pop bands? Yeah, they look, yeah. I, it's almost like, like, they put enough makeup on their face to where it's almost like kabuki theater. Yeah. Like, they are like they put it on extra white. Like, they're trying to make them seem more white. Yeah. But they're Korean. Are they in white face? Kind of. Like, it's really like cake. It's, it's almost like kabuki. Yeah. And they do it on purpose. Like, it's a cultural thing there. Yeah. Um, where it's like the the, the red lipstick... With the with the powdered face and whatnot, the geishas, a little bit, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's young boys, and it's just like, but and then the weird thing is like, um, they're Korean. Korean's their first language, mm-hmm. but they're singing in English. Yeah, so it just sounds a little weird. Yeah, like it does. I I don't get it. I, no, I do like smooth like butter. So that's <laughs> but, the, but that's the song yeah. I'm thinking about. Yeah, like outside of smooth like butter. Yeah. The rest of the words sound strange to me. <laughs> it's like, I know this isn't your first language. I appreciate you. But, and, and the weird thing is like, if it's a Spanish singer, it sounds completely normal to me. Yeah. Because maybe I'm just used to hearing like a little, like not broken English, but like English with like a Spanish accent to it. Maybe I'm just used to hearing it. Or maybe just the way the languages are constructed lends itself lyrically to one another. Probably. It Whereas the construction of, you know, Korean doesn't lend itself musically to English. Like the translations right. don't work. Well, they don't have they don't have R's in there in in Korean yeah. or in, in the Asian languages. I don't think there's an R. Yeah. So I, I mean, so there's another there's yeah. another letter that doesn't that isn't yeah. translated. But it could be just you know the, the way they're constructed. And I mean, you think some of the what was it? Some of the the ads that was like Japanese companies to try to do like like this vacuum cleaner really sucks. And because you don't understand the colloquialisms of American English, you don't understand that that means that it's really bad. Um, but if you think about a vacuum cleaner, you're like, yeah, it sucks. Like, a, a powerfully sucking vacuum cleaner is a good thing. But no one's going to leave it that way. They're like, oh, why am I going to buy that thing? It sucks. Speaking of sucks, we're going to segue here. Ooh, segue. Segue. Uh, so the, last week and this week were interesting weeks because... The conspiracy theorists 
were proven right, mm-hmm. and there's a new conspiracy theory out there. Okay. The first one was uh, President Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. And before I say this, uh, anything said here, thoughts are our own. We don't represent anyone else but ourselves. He was at, I believe, either Howard University or Morgan State, one of the HBCUs in the area. He was. It was in D.C., so he was at Howard. Howard, okay. So he was giving the commencement speech, and at which point he decided to announce once again that the greatest threat to America at this point is white supremacists. Yeah, domestic threats, white supremacists. Yes, domestic, uh, domestic violent extremists, although this time he actually said white supremacists. Yeah. Uh, which is odd considering he was good friends with Robert Byrd, <laughs> who was a grand wizard of the <laughs> KKK. Doesn't matter. Disavowed him though. Disavowed yeah. him. He's not. He's not a KKK member. Yeah. But it is awfully strange that all of a sudden, uh, uh, white nationalism or white nationalists or white supremacists, which I believe number in the low thousands now amongst the various sects of. Aryan Nation Brotherhood, white supremacist, whatever their name yeah. is, um, uh, but they're going to take over apparently because they're the they're the biggest threat to to America right now. Uh, even though they probably would get stomped out in a day, but that's just an odd guess. Anyway, yeah. um, but on that day that he was just happened to mention this, a group. And I'm going to put the group in air quotes because I don't know if they actually exist. And this is where the conspiracy theory comes in. The group called, and let's see if I can remember the name, uh, the Patriot Front mm-hmm. marched through Washington, D.C. with a police escort along a predetermined route, which apparently it was supposed to be a white supremacist group, marched through D.C., and then disappeared down a subway station in Washington, D.C., escorted by police, no Antifa in sight, and just magically poofed into nothingness into a subway tunnel, which the entrance was being blocked off by the police so that nobody could follow them. Okay. (laughs) Oh, oh, wait, hold on. There's more. But wait, there's more. Yeah. Normally, and I'm going to ask you this before I'm going to ask you again. When you think of white supremacists, let's say Aryan Nation Brotherhood, uh, Ku Klux Klan, Knights of whatever, whatever Mm -hmm. stupid name they can come up for themselves. Right. Great wizard poobahs of, yeah. Whenever they've marched, protested, gone to speak, what do they normally look like? So, besides whiteness, yeah, there's no Clayton Bixby's of these things. Yeah, so obviously, um, so the first thing I there's a couple different like just give me like two or three people I envision. Yeah, so it's like dumpy dudes. Yeah, and they're on video. We've seen these people before. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, another common characteristic is like poorly kept facial hair and goatees. So okay. like. You know, like, yeah, the guy's got to go tea, but he should probably trim it and shape that thing up. Sure. Um, or, like, rail thin, 
Yeah. Like inbred looking thin. Like Appalachia thin. Yeah. yeah. Like malnourished thin. Like off a like a three day fentanyl bender. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Screaming incoherent nonsense. Yes. Um which, you know, they're utterly despicable, so and then a whole bunch and then the other thing is like a whole bunch of counter people out like shouting them down. Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. There's they're never alone. Right. They never get an unabated marching path. And it's usually like So they'll have these big rallies and like twelve of them will show up. Exactly. And then there's like four hundred people that to counter protest. Because a lot of times like the ADL gets wind of them being there and yeah. some other groups and they'll come out and you know well uh, for, there there was i don't remember if it was on netflix or vice but they did a a, a thing i guess with uh, bill riccio or something mm-hmm. like that is that the guy's name or am i thinking of that is that a movie i think bill riccio was a real dude mm-hmm. anyway so vice kind of got into the group not into it but like they went to go interview these people and they welcomed them in and they were going to go do this rally and I guess they got coordinated with like four other groups, so this thing was going to be huge, right? I think forty people showed up. Yeah. So they don't they don't exactly have a big show out crowd. Yeah. Okay. So why are we talking about this, right? So just so happened on the day the president is giving this commencement speech, talking about white supremacy is the biggest domestic violence threat in America right now. This group of a hundred white men get to march in D.C. And they're called the Patriot Front. Now, the reason why I asked you what normally do you think these guys look like? Because this Patriot Front couldn't have looked anything less like what you just described. (laughs) These were physically fit, clean shaven, white males. And they were all perfectly wearing the same fucking uniform. Yeah. Like, when I looked at it, it's like, hmm, they got all that shit from the 511 catalog. Yes. <laughs> it was straight. It was tan combat boots. Tan like, cargo type it, it, pants. Black black boots. Oh, I saw brown boots. Okay. Okay. Um, tan. Uh, yeah, like tan khaki cargo mm-hmm. pants. Blue t-shirts. Blue shirts, yeah. Everyone had the same sunglasses on. Yep. Same hat, yep. and then like a neck gaiter type of deal. And they, the funny, they all had the same neck gaiter. Yeah. Like there wasn't one dude that didn't have the uniform. Yeah, they got like they were issued somewhere. Yes. Now, from what I've seen from these white supremacist groups and exposés and the deep dives from journalists who actually went in to go talk to these people, or when they're videotaped on the news. They have never looked this organized and uniform ever. Yeah. So either they really got their shit together for this one, or, and this is where the conspiracy theory comes in, it was 100 feds. Yeah. Well, and that's, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the other, like, in the, the pictures I saw of them, they're all, in the videos, they're all, they all have shields. They're all holding their shield in their left hand. Yep. They're marching in step in a formation. And then when they go down, it's so funny because like you watch them go on the escalator into the subway, and it's like, oh, we got to go to Metro Center because we have to catch the Green Line train to the Red Line train right. to go back to Rockville. Like, yeah. what are you guys doing? Like, normally there's such a violent opposition to these guys. Like, they bring their cars. Oh, 
There's usually a truck with a Trump flag in it. Yeah. Like, there's usually... There's some telltale signs of these groups. Yeah. There were none. No. In this group at all. And then the thing is, when they get to the bottom of the steps, like, the last dude turns around and gives a salute, and then some sort of signal... Yeah. Some sort of gesture to to, uh, MPD, who's at the top of the steps. They ain't falling down... They pulled up and stopped there. And I'm and they, like, well, they blocked it off, so yeah. nobody could follow them. And I just want to know, like, if they called, if they had police down in the tunnel and said, okay, block the way for these guys, or if they just, like, like dispersed once they were there. But, they, but the police escorts never do any of that no. for anybody, not no. alone, let alone these guys. They don't cordon off a metro station so that a protesting group can now leave. Yeah. It's never done like that. They're there to make sure stuff doesn't escalate. Yeah. Not so that... Not not to escort them through a parade route. And then... (laughs) And then, oh, no, no, you guys take this whole metro station to yourself. Right. And so you can go home. (laughs) What? No. (laughs) And so, Remember, you want red line towards towards Shady Grove, right. not red line towards Silver Spring. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, and, and someone's going, well, they could have parked at a, at a metro station somewhere else. Yeah, you don't think someone would be waiting for them there? The, trust me, the, these opposition groups knew exactly, when, when there's a when there's one of these white supremacist groups, they know where they're parking, where they're at, where they're oh, going. Oh, there's they intel the exact, all over the place. Yes. Like, this was just weird. Yeah. And, and then, did any counter protesters show up? None. It, well, I shouldn't say none because I don't want. I wasn't there, obviously, um, and I don't want to. I don't want to say who took the the video, but the videos that I've seen, I don't see any. And if there's some there, I'm sure that maybe they're shouting from a distance, but that's not the opposition's way. No, they're a lot more militant. Yeah. Um. They would normally throw stuff at them, like because mm-hmm. they're trying to antagonize them. Yeah, to act out, step outside of the the, the zone they're allowed in. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, I'm just saying, like, it, <laughs> if you were trying to get conspiracy theorists in on this, well, you did exactly what you needed to do. Yeah, but the problem is, all the conspiracies end up being true. Well, so let's go uh, to a different conspiracy theory. Right. The Trump-Russia collusion. Oh, boy. So the Dunham report came out. The FBI responded. So this isn't like, oh, it's just the... But you can always already see how the media is trying to discredit it because they're saying the Trump-appointed special counselor came out. So they're trying to say, oh, well, Trump appointed him, so it doesn't mean anything. But the FBI came out and said, yeah, this is dabbing to us, and we did all of this. And the people that did it are gone. So, essentially, like, the whole thing, they knew it was false from the beginning. Like, they knew from the break that this wasn't, that this wasn't any good. Yet they still pursued it. Yeah. And investigated it and did all this, like, knowing that it was bad. So, like, the conspiracy theorists like, oh, the FBI is in on it. I'm like, no, they're not. <laughs> oh, they are. Well, and this is kind of like what. We've talked about this before. It's almost like I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to call. Them. I don't know if you call them liberals or progressives. I, basically, 
Democrats at this point. They're living three years in the past. It's almost like we time traveled, mm-hmm. right? Because they're just now getting information that we've known for two to three years. Yeah. We knew the dossier, the, the steel dossier was fake. We've known that for two plus years now. Yeah. Or, or even more than that, probably, probably three years now. We've known that. Mm-hmm. Independents and, con- and and the people on the right, conservatives, have known this. Yeah. This isn't news. But now the only reason why some people on the left will believe it is because the FBI basically said, yep. Right. And CNN said it. Well, now. Yeah. Um, now, yeah, now they are. But before, like Rachel Maddow was the one of the biggest um, proponents of that thing. And by the way, when we're talking about the Steele dossier, this is the Russian collusion thing. Yeah. This is Russian collusion, Russian collusion. No, it was fake. Yeah. The whole thing. Yeah. Made up. Um, and, and just and now the FBI is saying, "Oh yeah, it, it was fake." But you know the people that were in place that that did that kind of thing, you know, they're gone. And uh, we we've got uh, we we got the um uh the corrective action plans are in place now to make sure it doesn't happen again. So they're basically not only did the report say they did it, now they're saying they did it. And they're saying, oh, well, there's nothing else to do because we already put in place the corrective action plan. Yeah. Um, but there's nothing more to see here. But here's the thing. When they say that everyone's gone who is responsible for it. You don't know if they are. But here's the other problem. Even if they are, the number twos were cut from the same cloth. Right. So, like, if number one rolls because in disgrace, which none of them do, they all get land jobs consultants or some they're think okay. tank. What does a think oh. tank even do? Think. Okay. They think. They think about... I think about stuff all the time. Or they, I think tank. Or they drink and get themselves in the tank. <laughs> I do that too. Right. So, um, Listen, then maybe we're... Maybe you can find a new workplace. We're a think tank. <laughs> That's what this is. We are a think tank. Yeah. We're just not hired by anybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> Except Cheers and Spirits, Wine and Liquor. <laughs> and the Arnold Station Plaza <laughs> in Arnold, Maryland. But... Um, good plug. Thank you. So... Uh, I feel but, good. But yeah, so like... The number twos, the seconds are all cut from the same cloth. All those high-ranking appointees are all like, and I think I've said this before, and I've, I and I'm not the original, the originator of this thought, but they all went to the same colleges. Yeah, they all go to the same bars. Princeton, they, Harvard, Yale. Yeah, they all get the same masters in public policy. They all get hired by the same think tanks. When they're young, they're all banging the same girls. When they and then the, and, and the girls are banging the same guys like they're all in the it's this inside the beltway clique that whether they're conservative or, or progress it doesn't really matter you know um, well, that's the uniparty yeah but I mean what you're describing is exactly what was shown to us in the movie The Good Shepherd when Matt Matt Damon was in it Angelina Jolie mm-hmm. and essentially the women and the men from these from these uh, secret societies were are put in place to get married, have babies, keep the secrets. Yeah. And, you know, uh, yes, it's a movie, but it's based on a lot of fact. Um, is there dramatization? Sure, there is. Yeah. But, I mean, everyone everyone's heard of Skull and Bones, mm-hmm. right? That, that came out with, I guess, George W. Bush. But guess what? Uh, John Kerry... Was a member. Yeah. Uh, Barack Obama is a member. I mean, most 
presidents and high-level government officials have been part of Skull and Bones, and I believe there's one other one Mm -hmm. that's at uh, either Yale or Princeton, I believe. Um, This isn't news to anybody. Yeah. But these groups control power. Yeah. Um, And here's the thing. Is there any difference between them doing it the way they do it and the old monarchies that used that used to run the world two three hundred years ago. You got more. You got more cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, but no, it's essentially I mean, you're right. It's an oligarchy rather yeah. than a monarchy. But the thing is, even if you were a, you know, say you were to go to, um, like the heyday of the British Empire, the the British East India Company. Yeah. Right. Huge. Tons of money. Controlled. You know. 50% of the world's population type of deal. The guy that wasn't a blue blood, who wasn't, but the dude that was just kind of a, I won't say civilian, but not not high-ranking monarchs yeah. or royalty, but had a ton of money. You think that dude had no influence over what happened, right. over the king? The dude that's writing the check has a lot of money, had a, had a lot of influence over the king, just like they have a lot of influence now. So... You know, that's no corruption and that thing. That's nothing new. Yeah. Yeah, and I just find it interesting, though, that this is probably step one, right? It's too early for it to be ramped up. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the playbook we saw in 2020. Now, 2020 was a little bit different because you had the COVID scenario in which laws were put in place for mail-in ballots yeah well a lot of that's been overturned or not overturned but it, it, it's uh they've written laws it's kind of been reined in a little bit yeah, it's yeah. not as as so uh, yeah mail-in ballots are not going to be as widespread as they were yeah. before um in fact carrie lake the lady out in arizona who lost the governor uh race to katie hobbs she just had her her court case today I believe was allowed to go to uh, was allowed to go to trial. Mm-hmm. So they've been doing discovery and basically she's been doing all this stuff to see if to get her case to a trial. Um, and so it, and it had to do with uh, signature verification mm-hmm. of ballots in Arizona. She brought up, I believe, seventy seven thousand cases where the signatures don't match. Yeah. Well, she only lost by 17,000. Yeah. So even if they look through these things and they only find, you know, a, a, a they find 20%. Right. If you find 20%, it, it's enough to overturn an election. Yeah. Um, and so, but again, that's another conspiracy theory. Yeah. Right. But what I'm, what I'm saying is, is I think as we get closer to next year's election, the presidential election, I think you're going to see more chaos that's manufactured. Mm-hmm. Like we saw the the Antifa stuff in Portland and Minnesota, mm-hmm. and like random swing state stuff. Like Minnesota used to be a swing state. Now it's solidly blue. Yeah. Um, but you're going to see it in Pennsylvania. You might see it in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Probably not so much in Florida because Florida's not really a swing state anymore. No, Ohio maybe, 
Arizona, New Mexico, Nevada. Those are your swing states. The rest of the states, no one cares about. Yeah. Um, Georgia, maybe, because I think they, I think the Democrats think that they can switch Georgia. Um, especially with the senator elections that happened. Yeah, but they also ran some just. Now the Republican Party ran some crappy candidates in two key, in a couple key races. Yeah. One of which was Pennsylvania. Yeah. Oz is uh, Doctor Oz lived in New Jersey. Now, granted, it's the greater Philadelphia area. Yeah, but th- they should. Never it's kind of like, there. but it would be kind of like being because we live in the DMV, mm-hmm. and I'm a popular figure. I'm going to run for senator in Virginia. Right. Like it doesn't. It it you know you're not. Not from, I mean, and it was really bad because, like, Fetterman, now, in their defense, they had no debates until most of the early voting had been done. Right. So no one could really see how bad off John Fetterman really was. And I feel bad for the guy. Like, he had a stroke. Like, he's, you know. They propped him up, man. Yeah. Like, what they did to that man was, that's criminal. Yeah. Like, should he be there? I, I sometimes even say the same thing about Joe Biden. Right. Like that guy's old. Like let him he just let him eat his, his oatmeal and, and watch Matlock. I mean my thing with Fetterman was this guy had I mean, he could have died. And you still propped him up. Yeah. Put him on TV to just embarrass himself. Yeah. And I don't think he I don't think he went to the Senate for the first six months. Yeah. And Yeah. It, he he seems to be doing better now. Yeah, and then but like let the man recover in peace for crying yeah. out loud. And then the Georgia race was Herschel Walker. Oh, geez. and hell of a football player. But if you ever heard him speak, it was rough. Yeah, that was like pre-concussion protocol football too. Yeah, My, I mean, <laughs> that was like, hey, get back in there, dude. <laughs> if he's if he's not in some CTE program right now, yeah, you got to get him there. Yeah, like you're sitting out a snap and then you're going back in. Yeah. Like he's 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 in rough shape. Like yeah. you're putting. I mean, look, I don't really. I mean, I'm not a fan of Raphael Warnock, but the man can speak. Yeah, he's, he's a preacher. Yeah. Like that's what he does. Right, he can hold an audience. Yeah, and he barely won mm-hmm. against Herschel Walker. Yeah. Can, I mean, my man. I mean, it's like I don't want to make fun because I don't want to. Like, but his speech was. Barely putting two words together. Yeah, like, geez, man. Mm-hmm. Like, give, either give him some easier speeches or just don't debate. Yeah, like that was bad. So yeah, you're right. Bad candidates. And Doctor Oz. Man, I don't want to say you can't run celebrities because celebrities win all the time. I guess Donald but, Trump won. Right, <laughs> but Doctor Oz is not a likable dude. No, like he's on TV. Talking down to people about health, mm-hmm. which he mostly gets wrong. <laughs> and you're trying to sell him as a senator in Pennsylvania, which he, everyone knew he didn't live there. And I used to live in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you get outside of, like, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, um, say Harrisburg, York, yeah, it's a smaller place, but... Like the meat and potatoes of Pennsylvania is is pretty red. Yep. Um, they have the population centers, but Pennsylvania like is a shall issue carry state. Tell me a, a, a state that has two Democrat senators and a Democrat governor 
that's a shallow issue carry state. Right. You're not going to find one. Um, but they are because that's the that's kind of when you get to like the vast majority of Pennsylvania, that's kind of where they are. So, um, yeah, just strange how they couldn't find someone to. I mean, they, Rick Santorum, who's like a wacko conservative, was a senator from Pennsylvania. You know, the stepper is looking at Fetterman as an individual and his background. He would have made it. You would think he would have run as a Republican. Oh. He, he, he's got that anti-establishment look to him. Mm-hmm. Like the dude was wearing a sweatshirt to, to as lieutenant governor. Yeah. Like you were, he was Joe the plumber. Like, like the second. Yeah. Oh yeah. He could have run as a Republican and probably won before the stroke. Mm-hmm. And nobody would have been the wiser. Yeah. But yeah. Th- they ran him as a Democrat because that's what he was. And all right. Yeah. But he, he looked to me like, if if you could stereotype looks, he looks like a Republican. Mm-hmm. Like he looks like the guy down the street who would run. Oh yeah, goatee, tatted up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, the bald you know, head. Like looks like he rides like shaved bald head. Like yeah. looks like he rides a some sort of Harley everywhere. And, sure. You know, um, shoots guns in his backyard. Like, yeah. but I, the the weird thing I mean, with the conspiracy theories though. The thing I don't understand. Is I don't understand the people on the left who see the the Durham report now, see the they see the the statements made by the FBI now, and they still say, "Well, Trump was a Russian asset." Yeah, Russia collusion. Like the people that came up with the report are literally telling you it was fake. Well, these are also the same people that are still wearing masks. Well, yeah, and still making you get vaccines right and all this other stuff so i just it it, it just kind of boggles the mind how when i was growing up the democrats and the left was like anti-war anti-establishment anti and now it's like completely turned on its head bill mark talked about this the other day but you know watching like rage against the machine Right. Zach De La Roca yelling at people about getting vaccines. He's like, what, what is this? What, what happened to, fuck you, I won't do what you told me. Where's right. that guy? Right. You know? Uh, I love rage, mm-hmm. you know? Especially, like, we were talking about lifting earlier. Like, you want to talk about some hate music to, to get fired up a deadlift to, like, put some rage on. Yeah. You know? And then they're talking about uh, getting your vaccine and you're killing people. Like, since when is Rage Against the Machine the spokesman for Pfizer? Right. Like, what is this? What is happening? And, and have, have any of them backtracked that? Now, no. Now that now that they know, now that Pfizer came out and told the truth, has has Tom Morell or Zach De La Rocha or De La Roca, whatever, however you pronounce his last name, have any of these wackos come out and said, "Hey, we got it wrong." Sorry. Yeah. No, not one. Mm-mm. No, and they never will because yeah. they're never wrong. No. It's it, it's just I don't know, man. Like, it's, by the way. What do you think of this, by the way? This uh... the seventeen seventy six. So we've been drinking uh, some whiskey while we've been talking, as we usually do. Um, seventeen seventy six. So it's so just for some detail on it. Yeah, it is James Pepper seventeen seventy six bourbon. So, um, it's a hundred proof. It's let's see. 
Established in 1780 during the American Revolution, the Pepper family brand is the oldest brand of whiskey made in Kentucky. The brand was fondly called Old 1776 by its scion, the Colonel James E. Pepper. This fine whiskey was hand-bottled at the historic uh, distillery in Lexington. Blah, blah, blah. So, and it's got the freaking uh, snake that's all chopped up with the... Is that the don't tread on me? No, that's not the don't tread on me. That's the... It looks like the uh, the snake that's cut up and then each section was supposed to be a state. Yeah, yeah. It says New England, New yeah. York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, yep. Maryland, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina. The original so, colonies. Yeah, yeah. So it's weird. When I first bought it, I thought it was too hot, too spicy. So that's where I'm at right now. I'm drinking it neat, man. I'm digging it. So... Maybe maybe I'm just maturing as a bourbon drinker. You're getting, you're going to be swanky here in a little bit. I'm going to talk about... Uh, Dusty Barrel. <laughs> you are going to talk, yes. In fact, <laughs> oh, there's some definite Dusty Barrel in that. I'm getting the frog semen. Oh, really? Yes, I do. I get frog semen. You know, now you think of it, now that you say it, <laughs> there are some undertones. Uh, let me get my nose way deep in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, m- definitely some Dusty Barrel. I'm getting that. <laughs> some, I'm definitely getting some wax mangina in there. <laughs> did shave <laughs> right so i don't know it is it is spicy to me um i don't get sweetness out of it at all and i i tend to like if it's going to be on the hotter side like it, it this is 100 proof i tend to like the 100 proofs to be a little bit sweeter mm-hmm. um it's uh and it's got a little for me it's got a little sting at the end yeah but i don't dislike it I just don't think I would choose to drink it. Yeah. I. It's funny. When I first bought it, I've had this bottle for a while. Mm-hmm. And you've heard me talk like how I'd like to have a collection of bourbon, but sure. I drink it all. Yeah. Um, As you should. Yeah. So, but I, I thought this would be the one that would hang out for a while. Now, it could be it's all I have left, but no, I still have some Elijah Craig left. Um, I like it. I, you know, I don't know if it's my go-to. But I definitely, uh, I think maybe it's important to like, go back and try something again. So I did that with the Elijah Craig small batch. Yeah. When I first tried it, and we tried it on the show, a long, this was a long time ago, though. Because it, it was one, I think it was in the second batch of bourbons that I bought. And I tried it, and I did not like it. I did not like it. I, I was like, I will not drink this. I thought it was going to sit upstairs forever. And so one night, I was going to come down to the basement do some work um put it over ice like i normal do, normally do i'm like let me let me give it another try I, otherwise it's going to sit here forever and i let it mellow out with the ice a lot more mm. and uh i liked it like it, it again it am i going to choose is my first choice no but can i drink it yes right if this was all that was here well, and, and to believe it or not, um, I don't I don't know what it was. And maybe it's because we've drank we've we've had quite a few of these now. Um, I I almost liked it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I would like if I was gonna sit in the basement again and do some work uh, at night, it might be one of the ones I pour. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> the old Forester eighty six getting a little low. Like for me, I don't like to kill a bottle, just in case. 
You know, what if, what if I want to have this for like something specific or That's something? That's why I kept that bottle of Basil Hayden's forever. That toast? Yeah. That- no, no, I'm talking have you had regular basil head, not toast? No, I, I only have the toast. And the, okay. that is something I probably would not pick to drink. Uh, it, it's got a, it's got that, I guess if there was something called a dry quality to it, like that was something like you put it in your mouth, it sits in your tongue, you swallow it, and then it just disappears. It it's, evaporated quick. It's So the toast had the flavor of, maybe because toast is kind of like impacting or influencing how I'm kind of describing it, but... You ever have like those, this was, oh, like with fire roasted garlic and tomatoes and I read burnt, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like that's kind of, I love garlic. Yeah. So, you know, uh, you say the Holy Trinity is, is father, son and Holy Spirit. The Holy Trinity in cooking is green bell pepper, onions and garlic. Right. So like that to me. You know, it's, it's, you know, you saute that in olive oil. I don't care if you're, you know, making sauteed dog shit. It's going to smell good cooking. <laughs> you know, but once you burn that garlic, yeah. it gets bitter and it's bad. Oh, yeah. So you have these guys who are like, oh, you go to some restaurant, like fire roasted tomatoes and garlic. You burnt it. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the funny thing with the toast is the, the, the barrel's not charred as much. It's, that's why they call it toast. So I actually I watched it. Is it a, toast like ding, like cheers? No, or is no, it no. toast like? So it's a light. So they don't burn the inside of the barrel as much. Okay. It's it's that's why they call it toasted versus so like a normal charred. Yeah, a normal whiskey barrel is charred. Okay. So like they burn the shit out of it. Yeah. Um, and I, I watched it. I'll I'll send you the video. The video there was a video on a guy who makes uh, barrels. Cooper, they're called Coopers. Mm-hmm. Uh, very few of them handmade barrels. Most yeah. of them are made in factories. This guy actually makes handmade barrels in uh, upstate New York. I'm sure he's got tats in the beard. No, he's an older guy. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an old construction that guy. That sounds like something that a hipster would do. It does. And like, I'm hey, sure what do you do with that degree from NYU? So I make barrels, and when I'm not making barrels, uh, I drink IPAs, and I ride a <laughs> unicycle. <laughs> And I work on my mustache. <laughs> I, you know, I tie girls to the railroad tracks and we you know, wait for the trains to come. And, and I then, dance away with a bag of money. Right. It has a dollar sign on it. Right. And I know there's a hero that's going to come and untie her and take her right. away. And it's not me because my arms are far too flimsy. Far too flimsy. Yeah, I, I can't believe I even, you know, was able to pick her up and take her to the train tracks. I, needed, but, you know, I actually needed help you know, getting her there. <laughs> I took her in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> <laughs> man <laughs> but anyway so no he was an older guy uh i guess so basically his story was uh his wife got a job out i think it was elmira new york or something like that and uh he so they moved there for his job and he was a construction guy and he was just like he just wasn't in a construction anymore and his wife came back she got the idea i guess of being a cooper um it was it was a cool little video. I, I'll send you the link and I'll put the link in the description below. But um, it's like a thirty minute video, but it's just a good list. Like it, I, I was uh, really just learning something from it. I didn't know that's how it was done, how they how they make the barrels for the whiskey. Uh, apparently, with bourbon, you can only you have to use a brand new uh, wood barrel, otherwise it will not, it cannot be considered bourbon. Mm. 
So I, I learned it was 50, 51% corn mash, mm-hmm. and it has to be a brand new wooden barrel. Okay. Um, so, so I know steel-aged bourbons. I guess not. I wonder what would happen if you steel-aged a spirit. Well, I, would so, it just maintain its clear color? Well, you can't call it a bourbon. I know right. that. Bourbon has to, be, ha- it has to meet certain criteria, apparently, yeah. by law. Like they actually codified it. Yeah. Um, well, it's just like the different types of, like there's like Irish whiskey and scotch. Like it's different, you know. Yeah. I want to find out what sherry is. Sherry's like wine. It's like fortified wine. Is it though? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Anyway. Yeah, so there's sherry and port. So I grew up Episcopalian and in communion, they would either serve sherry or port. So sherry's like a dessert wine. Okay. Some people might call it like an aperitif or one of those um, j- nasty hangover. Ooh, <laughs> nasty. Especially and, when you're eight. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's port, which used to be Portuguese wine. So the interesting story behind that. So when Henry VIII split from the, there's no wine industry in England. Like, no, no one think when you think when you think wines, no one thinks, oh, I want some English wine. No, not at all. No one thinks about food either when they think about England. Bangers and mash. Yeah. Spotted dick. <laughs> Got to work on those names. Steak and kidney pie. But um, so the French, Spanish, Italians would not import wine to England because Henry VIII left the Catholic Church. The only people that would were the Portuguese. So port wine, Portuguese. Mm-hmm. So Okay. Um By the way, if you ever want a good watch on Henry the Eighth, watch uh the Tudors. Okay. It's a, it's a good little it's a one season show. Mm-hmm. But it was really good. A lot of a lot of uh tiggle biddies in that show. <laughs> Actually not so much tig. Just biddies. A lot of biddies in that show. Not complaining. Yeah. It's a good watch. Um I, I wouldn't mind sherry. Is sherry sweet or no? Because I think no. cherry. I'm not. No but, sherry. So have you ever had she crab soup? No. Or like a like a crab bisque. I've had crab bisque. Yeah. So some places that like a really thick crab bisque will serve it with a shot of sherry, and like you mix it through the soup, so it's not fruity and sweet. It's not like Manischewitz, which is like drinking grape juice. Yes, delicious. Um, it's more like. Yeah, it's, I don't want to say it's dry, but it's not. Now, the hangover is still nasty. Right. So, hmm. my mother used to get Taylor Port. I should hmm. keep that at the house. Other, so, off topic, we went to a steakhouse for Mother's Day. Had my first old-fashioned. Oh, yeah? I thought it was all right. I was like, why not? Why wouldn't I just drink the whiskey straight? Why do I need this other stuff in it? Yeah. Like... It was, I guess they have, it's bitters, simple syrup, and like a cherry or something. It's like supposed to be like a sweet bourbon hmm. or a sweet whiskey. It had a Baker's Baker's five year or something. I don't know. It was some. Like, I was like, I should have just drank this straight. Like this other stuff is in the way, right? Um, that's I was just saying because I tried something new. Anyway, um. So hopefully you enjoyed this uh, this kind of tongue in cheek episode about conspiracies uh, that end up being true apparently. Yeah. So conspiracy, my buns. Uh, 
A lot of stuff seems to be coming true. We didn't even get to the JFK and the CIA thing. No, maybe which, a episode. Yeah, although I don't want to get shot either. So you know, especially RFK's running. I wonder if there's like a. Not that I ever want to bet on someone's death because that'd be morbid, right? But I wonder if there's like an over under. I'm sure there is in Vegas. I'm sure <laughs> someone has that. There's a book on that. Whether somewhere. he's the, the third Kennedy to but eat he's it. aren't exactly like the most reputable guys. Yeah. No, that's crossing the line. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone, RFK is a. Um, Robert uh, Robert F. Kennedy, his son. His voice is terrible, though. Yeah, it's not the greatest. But you ever hear, like, uh, John F. Kennedy and, and Bobby Kennedy's voices? They're not great either. Yeah. Like if this, <laughs> luckily, they were in a day when... Uh, the audio wasn't that good? Yeah, everyone sounded like that. Everyone, yeah. sound, everyone sounded like this. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Wait. We're going to fund mass transit. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and make uh, everything wonderful. Right, right. And the Russians are horrible. Right. The house of the future today. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I don't know why that's our go-to voice for everything. Because it, that's what they used. That is. <laughs> I mean, whether it's the 1930s or the 1960s. Even if you listen to like old, because the recording technology didn't really pick up the human voice very well. Listen, like watch some old um, dogfight footage from Vietnam. Mm-hmm. With the you know between like F four Phantoms and MiG twenty ones, and they'll have the audio recorder over the gun sight cameras. Yeah, and it will the voices all sound still. Oh, sound like this. It's like none of them had testosterone yeah. back then. Okay, <laughs> not that we have yeah. any today, but I mean, yeah, all right, Bill, get you know bank left and get, get I'll get in behind him. I I, I can get him. Like, yeah. what do you you're you're supposed to sound cool? You're a fighter pilot. <laughs> there's no, there's no <laughs> low end in the microphone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like you're, dude, you're a fighter pilot. Like oh when you get on, cause you, 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 so everyone's here's flown. So on the airplane, and the guy gets up like, "Oh well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the weather in Dallas is nice today, and uh, we're expecting a smooth." No, it's uh, good evening. Uh, <laughs> it's smooth jazz yeah. on the radio. <laughs> we're gonna be flying to Dallas at about thirty-five thousand feet. Weather upon arrival is gonna be uh, seventy-eight and sunny. Uh, thank you for flying to Friendly Skies, United Airlines. <laughs> Like it's cool, man. Like that guy sounds like you want to be your friend. You, you ever hear the pilot that like he says, "Schedule flight time is about an hour and fifty five minutes," but uh, I'm probably gonna get you there in about an hour and thirty five. <laughs> like, like, like he's some magical pilot, right? And he's gonna get you there quick. Yeah, like he's gonna fly the jet with like just his pecs. <laughs> like, he's doing he's doing everyone a favor by stepping on it. Yeah, like wait a minute, it's an it's scheduled for an hour and 55 minutes, but you can get us there an hour and 35. Why didn't this thing get scheduled for an hour and 35? Yeah, why would why you go slower? All the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who's throttling the engine? <laughs> like, come on. Whip out your man dick and <laughs> fucking press the throttle. Oh, I will. It's about <laughs> nine inches long. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flying the plane today with only my schlong. Yeah. <laughs> and we will be moving very quickly. <laughs> it's like, all right. Yeah. Right. Well, thank you for listening. <laughs> Please like, subscribe, comment, share. Thank you to Cheers and Spirits, and we'll see you guys next time.